Greetings, and welcome back to another b -b -b bonus episode of The Televoid. I'm one of your hosts, Mara Kate Elliott, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Latoya Ferguson. Hey, Latoya. Hello, Mora. Hey. And we are revisiting the second half of the Real World Real Rules Challenge, colon, The Inferno 2. <laughs> A classic MTV You jam. almost fumbled. You almost fumbled. Listen, with literally forward slashes and colons and spaces and... I don't know. It's a lot of R's. I just, you know, I'm happy I got through it okay. But yeah, so we're picking up where we left off, which was, I think, to me, like the peak of wildness for this season. And I think things only get more insane from this I, point forward. Quick question before we continue: Did you watch the the final episode, which was like the the clip show episode slash reunion? I did not because I can't handle reunions because it gave me extreme well, secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> well, this one was uh, the, uh, the one where it wasn't a real reunion because of like contract negotiations. So it literally was just like talking heads during was the clip it? show. I would have probably liked that then. Damn it! I yeah, because like there's some stuff we need to talk about. I, I, I'll, I'll bring it up. That's when, great. When it gets, and that, yeah. you know what? Like more power to them. I wish more reunions were like you know scenes like clip shows of people talking about things and reflecting on it. I don't want to yeah. watch 12 people in a row yell at each other and then someone storm off screen. Like, it's embarrassing. I can't handle it. I can't it's handle like the mortification. Their original, yeah, it's like the original version of, like, the shit they should have shown. So it's, like, never-before-seen stuff, plus they I talk like about it and give more context to what was happening in the season. Yeah, well, we'll definitely get to that. There's only, yeah. there's only a few more major elements. Like, a lot of the latter half of the season, all the episodes start to get kind of interconnected. Like, the, the the very end, it kind of ramps up to, like, mm -hmm. you know, there's a big plot line with CT and all this other stuff, but, like, mm -hmm. it mostly, this is kind of where the, the season starts to, like, get towards the end. It, like, wraps yeah. up at this point forward. This is where they remember Jamie and Shavanda exist. <laughs> exactly! Because all the idiot people have been voted off. Or yeah, not voted off, lost, fairly. Yeah. <laughs> squarely, usually. But, yeah, so we, we left off at the Zipline Challenge, I believe, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is... Hilarious because it's back when when Jody is claiming to have you know the ability to do that before Veronica murdered God, her. Jody. Jody is all talk and then she just starts crying the minute. And like, you picked her. Yeah, and you picked her. You picked her. And everyone's just screaming at them and she's sobbing. It is good TV. <laughs> and, yeah, so we're going on to the episode nine. Oh God, it's the worst. This episode is upsetting well okay it starts out with tanya talking about her life as a foster kid and immediately i'm like oh no oh no and it just gets that's worse not, and worse that's not the start though well that's where my episode starts okay <laughs> i don't well, care about what happens before that but you can add what else okay this episode starts with the boys like just being ridiculous eating peppers well abram and dan are actually just off in their own little oh, world right. talking I didn't, about, I didn't make notes about any of this because it was such, like, frat bro comedy that I was just like, yeah, I don't need to make a note about this, but you're right. They all but the Abe Dan stuff like, is actually just them being normal while the guys are being, rest of the guys are being idiots. And they're talking about, like, the, the, the alliance with Mike, where Dan's like, we know there's no alliance with Mike, it's just Tina with her conspiracy theories, and she has a conspiracy theory about everyone, apparently, and she won't shut her mouth. The episode, when you say starts out with the guys eating peppers, it's literally, like, a bunch of dudes shirtless, sweating, in the kitchen... Trying to eat hot peppers like and out Landed in my It sounded yeah. like it was just some guys with some dip and sauce. It's like, no, straight up, yes. like, it's like, I dare you to eat this hot pepper. And they're both like, point dudes. So, of course, they're going to be like, oh, it's so hot. And they're both screaming. And then there's, like, all this jockeying for, like, mm -hmm. who's more macho. And, I like, I didn't even make a note in my comments because I'm just like, yeah, this is exactly what I'm not signed up for. But, okay. I kept it because... 
Yeah, and it's because of the contrast of like Abe and Dan just chilling in in the living room Dan being is, we normal mentioned before, human the beings. Only, besides, I think Karamo is and, the other person who's out on the show, right? Yeah, they were the only out gay guys. Yeah, yeah, and then there's I don't think there's any out women on the show at this point. Although Veronica, uh, and Rachel, uh, Rachel, Rachel was always oh, out. Oh, she was. Okay, I didn't know that. So yes, that, I don't know. Yeah. Were they dating at this point, or are they just friends? Yes. Okay. Which uh, we'll uh, talk about more for one of the after show segments yeah. that they show too. Because but they kept that qu- they kept a tight little neck. Like, Jesus Christ, Veronica was trying to play like play it up though, and then after show things like just calm down. Oh, so so Veronica, I feel like they always kind of. I mean, not necessarily on this episode or this show, even the series, but like more than once they would constantly because Veronica is, is she out by Rachel? Like Rachel was like an out lesbian. Right. Veronica, I don't think was ever out. At least not at that point. But isn't she bi- is and, she bisexual? Uh, she's bi. Okay. She's, she's bi. Because I feel like more and than once always... they've hinted at her with, like, having mm. guys that were like, oh. Yeah, exactly, because they only played up, like, the fact that she was just, like, basically politicking, as they say these Which days. Is where she was, great. like, she was sleeping around, yeah. But also, like, she was the classic, like, ice queen, like, I'll sleep with you to get your votes for this week's challenge. Yeah. I am here for, because that's what you sign up to watch these shows about, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is, like, early stages of hers kind of, like, she would still play it up, like, even if she wasn't, like, you quote-unquote politicking, but she would definitely be, like, you know, playing, like, weak for some of, like, she definitely knew how to play up her sexuality in a great way, I think, and early on, mm-hmm. you see her catch on where she can, like, play certain guys against each other, based off of the mm-hmm. fact that, like, she's the person who needs to stay. So, like, we mentioned before, like, she was all about this whole, like, let's vote for the weakest person, until it meant that she was in the Inferno, and she was like, mm-hmm. fuck, I don't want to be in the Inferno! So then she became all manipulative in order to try and, like, you know, mm-hmm. get the, the uh, life shield. But the and, guys, yeah. she tries to go after <laughs> the guys and get them to, like, let her win. But you see it actually fail at first here because they don't. But last time they just, like, now ah, with the TV. I don't give a shit about you. Uh, yeah. And speaking of, like, the weakest, we, we know, like, the weakest woman on their team real quick is Tina. And we'll have to address that because they never, because she's part of the mean girl circle. <laughs> Like, they, they don't address, like, the elephant in the room, which is that Tina is actually the weakest player on their team. For sure. I mean, she's not even just weak in the sense of, like, physicality. She's just not, like, good. And this is, and like... she's terrible for morale. They all hate her. Like, seriously. Like, the guys and the girls all hate her. Yeah, and I want to say this actually airs in 2004, literally the same time as Mean Girls. So, like, all this, like, Mean Girls clicky stuff, I think actually almost predates Mean Girls. Like, it's wild. Because this is definitely uh... filmed before that, right? Yeah, it would have been filmed summer, because, uh, 04, uh, sophomore year of high school? Yeah, I definitely saw it sophomore year of high school, so it would have been probably in the yeah, fall. Yeah, it looks like it was released spring. on March 7th, 2005. Yeah, I saw it in the spring. So. Oh, 2005? Yeah. It might have been just after Mean Girls released, but it was certainly, like, not, not the way that Mean Girls is used now. So, like, when they say Mean Girls, they literally, like. Well, no, and they definitely, they probably saw Mean Girls and they're like, we're the Mean Girls, we learned the wrong lesson, because they're even, like, uh, in the reunion show, they're like, we came up, we, we called ourselves the Mean Girls. It wasn't, like, a production <laughs> thing. We called ourselves the Mean Girls. But also oh, a thing, again, I'll bring up the reunion thing. Is where it's clear when they're talking about the Mean Girls, you have Rachel and Veronica, and they're, they're talking about themselves. They're just like, us too, blah, blah, blah. And then Tina's like, I'm also part of this. It's crazy. Tina's like such the third wheel, especially because it's literally a couple and Tina. And I honestly feel like as much as like Veronica and Rachel are absolutely awful to Tanya... Tina is for sure the Rachel. Well, I mean, they're like yes. both like. Well, no, okay. Tina's like yeah, like insecure with her big mouth and everything, and Rachel just fucking gaslights Tanya. Yeah, so, so that's what oh, I'm saying. Like, Rachel's this. not like to her face, 
Like, that was actually more... So we should maybe... Rachel doesn't even admit that she did anything wrong until the reunion. Yeah. She just doesn't feel bad we about it. We should maybe describe this better, because if you haven't seen it in a while, or you haven't seen it at all, you might be like, what? So, like, when we say, like, they're, like, she's gaslighting her, there'll be these scenes where, like, they'll make fun of Tanya in a way that's, like, so... Like, we mentioned before, it's so sick, because it's, like, they'll come up to her and they'll be like, oh... Tanya literally should have um, pressed charges against them because apparently Veronica was taking pictures of her when she was naked and, and like asleep. What? So, like, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh god, they don't mention that in this. I don't think it's more like they were talking about. It's like vaguely thing like don't take a picture of me blah 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 blah. But like yeah, she actually oh, did take the pictures awful. of her. But yeah. so they would come up to her and I'm trying to like put it in like the way you can picture how this actually like the, the energy of it because so oh you're so crazy oh yeah you, it's you, like you're oh obsessed with us, but blah, like, blah. and then laughing. Rachel will say we didn't say any of that basically yeah they'll be you're laughing crazy. in the sense where they'll be like they'll come up to Tanya and they'll laugh like she's in on the joke but then they just keep laughing and it's up to Tanya to try and like keep up with the joke so it's kind of like the equivalent of like if someone had like a stain on their shirt they'd come up and be like nice shirt Tanya and then she'd look down and she's like oh I'm such a mess oh my god uh, and then she'll like feign dropping other stuff on her shirt Mm-hmm. And then they'll keep laughing, and they'll be like, Jesus, it's like she's never undershirt before. And then they just keep getting worse. And then Tanya yes, will start defending herself, like. because Veronica will be outwardly bitchy, and she'll be like, Jesus, it's like you've never owned a shirt before. And then Tanya will kind of lash out, because that's how Tanya deals with conflict, is usually like a, a quick little, like, mm-hmm. sting back, what we said, scorched earth, and she'll be like, yeah, well, I had a fucking rough life. I live, I live like, you know, suitcase to suitcase, or something like that. And then you'll have Rachel come in and try and smooth things over, and she'll be like, whoa, she just was making a joke. You're kind of overreacting. Literally all she was saying. Like, it's suddenly it's like you mm-hmm. completely overreacted. You're a crazy person. Yeah. And then you have Tina in the background who just, like, takes all this in, like, laughs it up as part of the joke. And then, like, next time she'll be the person who's been, like, for the entire week spreading rumors about how crazy Tanya is. And then, like, comes time for another conflict. She'll be like, you know, Tanya, I've heard Rachel and Veronica making fun of you to other people the entire week behind your back. And really, it's been her that's been doing it. It's like, they, they operate in these, like, three hyenas, mm-hmm. like, Lion King style, where it's just, like, they've just been quietly making fun mm-hmm. of her behind her back, like, following her around like a cloud. It's really fucking mm-hmm. gross. And honestly, like, and it's, like, early on, like, bullying on TV. Now that's, like, a thing. Yeah. Like, you get to, like, see it in real time, and it's kind of, like, horrifying, because she's obviously a very disturbed person. Because something should have been done about yeah. that, and it wasn't, cause, just because it made good TV. And the thing is, like, you're saying about the Tina... Uh, again, with that situation, she doesn't even need to be part of the right. group, She's really, like the third wheel where Rachel she's like and Veronica, about them. Yeah. They're doing enough damage on their exactly. own. Exactly. But he's like, and I'm also here. Yeah, and so she's basically, like, telling their tale. Like, she's like the person who comes afterwards and just, like, explains what happened and makes her out, makes herself out to be both simultaneously part of the gang, but, but completely uninvolved, you know? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I was there, and it was crazy, and we were laughing, but, you know, I would never do that. I'm not the kind of person. But it's, like, you, you can't both be not involved mm-hmm. and, like, part of the gang at the same time. Like, there's a... You either are one or both. Like, you can't choose which mm-hmm. one you are. You're either a villain or you're just, like, a bystander. And you, if you're both of them, it makes you both a villain and a bystander. But so they just keep doing this. And I think this is kind of relevant, because, like, the stuff with Tanya just starts to get... Well, we'll get further. It is crazy. And, like... I do appreciate that at least some people, like Dan in particular, does try and stop at some point. Dan tries to calm her down all the time. It's really upsetting. Because I think Jamie Dan says, realizes like, in talking head, she understands, like, where Tanya's coming from now, like, knowing her backstory. Yeah. She understands, like, she, she, like, Jamie's basically like, Tanya really shouldn't be here. Yeah. So that, we'll, we'll move on to the part. So Tanya talks about how her life as a foster kid and how it was really tough, and that's why she has a lot of, like, 
issues of people picking on her and like mm-hmm. she's very defensive because literally she used to have to be defensive in order to like keep her ground yeah. like you got a picture of what it must have been like moving place to place trying to meet new people all the time and that they're making fun of you like not even just like your family who you don't know mm-hmm. you're also talking to new people at new schools like literally once a week sometimes that's the way she's describing it so like it's rough yeah and so they start they introduce this climbing for the chimes in order to like win challenge which is actually a deceptively hard challenge we'll get into mm-hmm. um oh uh by the way yeah. mike is like uh is worried they're gonna try to throw him in the inferno again and he's actually he's really bummed about it he's like do they think landon's better than me or is it because of my personality <laughs> he, he's crazy. really upset but also like i get it because i think he just wants to be able to like feel like he's not the like the whole team is relying on him like he, he, he like thinks that they think Landon is the newer model, basically. Which is crazy. And then he's replaced him. Because both of them are, like, interchangeably rough and, and tough. So, like, so they're, they introduce this con- So we can kind of get into the actual challenge part of it, because realistically, a lot of the stuff that happens to Tanya happens during the challenge. So they do this. It's probably another, we mentioned before, the army crawl stuff is being difficult. This is deceptively one of the harder challenges as well, because you have to climb out of the water right to, to to bring a chime so like if you picture you know like there's like a lakeside water you know gully or whatever and, and they call they it like a, a donkey kong like structure so yeah so it's basically like a series of ropes that you have to climb up after leaving the water and then you have to ring a bell and then you can drop down but like it's not just like one you basically you have to climb out of the water onto a rope and then just keep going up until you get to the place where you can ring this bell so there's a lot of like you have to be able to pull yourself out of the water deadlifting your own body weight. So it's a, it's pretty hard for some people. And Tanya's struggling at first. And they continue. So this, we mentioned the Mean Girls before, which is um, the whole Tina at Third Wheel. But mm-hmm. it's mostly Rachel and Veronica. They're berating Tanya as if it's going to motivate her to do better. Yeah. Where she's like, and she's going God, slowly, Tanya, but what she are is you going. Doing? Come on, do any, can you go any slower and stuff. It's like she's on your team. Cause you just see if that works for her. Like I don't. There's no scene where Tanya's like, "Give me my, give me some bullshit." Cause I need that in order to fight harder. It's just. It's like sad. how we talk about how he... Mike is great for his team morale. Veronica and them are the opposite. And even Dan talks about exactly. how the women on their team, which means the Mean Girls, have been like pushing them around. And you like, there's a lot of misogyny that can happen in these challenges. But like in this case, whenever they talk about um, the, the badass girls like being bullies and bossing everyone around, it's because they're bossing everyone around, especially Tina. Who right. sucks? And it's, it's like I'm. I don't remember their their bits, but it's not like they did a great job either. Like they just did a mediocre job. They did probably better than Tanya, but not by a lot. Like it's not yeah. like you're even like the best person who did it. Yeah, like at her. Yeah, she like Tanya doesn't even do the worst yeah. on the team. I believe it's probably Tina. She sucks. So, I also noticed like like everyone. I pointed out like in the first inferno how everyone's wearing Miz shirts. <laughs> like eyes. every basic. The t-shirt they're all wearing this season are all Veronica and Rachel's uh, clothing line, oh, are they? pretty much. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. So this is definitely mm-hmm. before they had they, they clamped down on that, where you could not, you can't. Yeah, do that exactly. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. Now you have to just wear your team colors and just basic clothing. Yeah, and also just like generally, so Tanya does get out of there after she she does it. She like really innocently, even after all that bullshit. She had, I don't, maybe she couldn't hear it that much. I don't know. But after all that bullshit she put up with, she sits down and she's like innocently asks, like, did I do okay? Like, how was that? And Veronica just like looks over at her and then walks away all dramatic. And it's like, she did the harder leg first. Like, you spent minutes untangling yes. your shit. So like, we get to the Veronica stuff. She did the hard stuff first. And it's like, 
just because it mm. seemed like she went slower, she did. She just kept moving the whole time. So like it's and the key is to go slow because Derek is going like a battle of hell. Fall. He's doing well, but when you have to go across the tube, he falls, and that's when Tanya says after Rachel says this that the key is to go slow. She says this to the like the good guys hear this too, and they bitch at her for saying it to the, the opposing and team. Like, and then she's like, but Rachel said it first. And Rachel, again, gaslighting her, says, don't bring me into this, please. Which is just code for, I agree, but I don't want to get yelled at, too. And, and you are, well, she's not right, going to well, get yelled exactly, at. Exactly, like, of course. Yell like, that's her. what she's saying. Because, like, yeah. I don't want to be blamed for this. And it's like. And she also did, like, again, it's just the gaslighting. She definitely did this first. And then Tanya's, like, agreeing. And then when Tanya says it, everyone just gives her shit. And everyone, I mean, it's just Tina yeah, and Yeah, but Ron. then the team has now dwindled some, so this just feels like she's just being surrounded by people yelling at her. And, like, she's just, every time she looks at someone, they're just, like, turning away and, like, like angrily, like, stomping off. So she just feels like she gets no support from her team, and it clearly, like, devastates her, because, like, she's trying her hardest. And the thing is, the rest of the team actually just, who's not the Mean Girls, they're all nice to her. I... I'm surprised Tanya's never one of the people who says, like, oh, I prefer guys over girls. Because she, the thing isn't that she prefers guys over girls. is She wants to hang with the girls, but the girls are just... Yeah, and she honestly she does... Just, she's getting along with the guys on her team better just because they're actually exactly. being nice and to she her. Try, it seems like she tries to get along with them. That's the thing is, it's not like she comes to these girls, like, mm-hmm. picking a fight. Like, she generally tries to be nice with them, and they just turn her down at every single angle possible. Non-stop. And so mm-hmm. she eventually... So the good guys do win... Although not because of Tanya's tip, it's just because of the way oh. things shake out. Although, you, sh- you can't skip Julie immediately crying because of the heights before she even has to do anything. I mean, like, I don't even want to get into and it. Mrs. like, She's why are terrible. you crying? It's just every time I sh- they cut to Julie, I'm just like, this is just, might as well be dead oh, air. But, but her, her climbing up is hilarious. Because she's just saying freaking a lot and saying, God help oh, me. Oh yeah, guys. Like, she's Julie literally praying to God to help her win. the other thing. She's a bastard, but then the rest of me is like freaking. <sighs> and Rachel was actually pretty funny. She's like, I think I heard some curse words. <sighs> oh my god, yeah. But um, so so good guys do clinch it, and Tanya <gasps> afterwards. Yeah, the good guys win by like four minutes, but that's because of Derek, not Tanya. Because Derek. Yeah, and I do feel up. like after Derek fucks up, they do kind of comment a little bit. Like they still kind of give her dirty looks, but she's at least not quite the bad guy. But um, afterwards, she's still kind of broken up about it because clearly they like were rude as fuck to her the entire time and it's completely unsupportive. And she confides in Dan. And, Dan and he basically, to, her yeah. response is just like, journal, journal girl. Just write it all down. Just don't even deal mm-hmm. with it. Just put it away. Which I get, but like the advice is not great because they're still like constantly barraging her with hate. So it's like, it's it sucks. But like, he's just like, listen, don't let it get to you. Just, just write it all down. Just, like, keep it to yourself. Like, just ignore them. Don't let them like, rain on your parade or something. Like, he's just trying mm-hmm. to like, get them to calm down. He does go over and, like, read them for felt during the time, though. Like, he basically says, like, you're all idiots, this is stupid, I don't understand why you're attacking this poor mm-hmm. girl. Like, he doesn't necessarily, like, confront them about it, but, like, he just definitely, like, mm-hmm. puts all the shit out there and talks about how they're they're trash. It's, yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. It really is just these three girls, because in Inferno, with Katie, it was like their whole team was pretty much against her. But here, it's just, it's literally just these and three girls who are the loudest. Her, like, and drives everyone and crazy. And him, but he's right. Like, he's definitely right in what he's saying. Like, you need to fucking stop. You're mm. tearing this girl down. Yeah. For no reason. And like, she's on your team. Mm. And it's just the worst. And so, anyway, they, they vote for people like, going to the Inferno, too. Yeah. Which is mid the name. In this season, too, CT is, like, 
he's an asshole, but, like, for the most part, because everyone is pretty much low-key compared to Tina, Rachel, and Veronica. Like, CT is even just, why? Why are these people, why is Tina always yelling at us? What is happening? He's just really greedy, which is, honestly, they kind of all should be in this movie. Well, we'll talk more about yeah, that. Yeah, so Miss and Abe get voted to go to the Inferno, and they're mad about it because they're like, "Oh no, we're fr-, like, you know." Well, yeah, good guys say Abe, which is fine. Uh, then bad guys CT suggests Miz because he is—he's actively trying to get Miz out because he knows Miz is the toughest yeah. competitor. He's—he said that. Abe says Landon because he doesn't want to vote for Miz again because his buddy Dan doesn't want to vote for Miz either because he says it isn't fair, which of course Dina, Tina bitches about. Um. And then he dances. They are coming for Mike because of his personality. And, that's true. And then yeah, that's when he reads. That's when he reads them for both for, yeah. about Tanya. But yeah, it, uh, despite them pointing out, like, don't just throw Miz in again. They throw Miz yeah. in again. I know they're just outvoted, which is good because at least like there's anger. But like the good thing about that is, it's like at least you're all voting and you get the chance to actually like say you want this and you're just outnumbered. But that's the better part of like last time you had to like just have enough pe- like everyone had to kind of come to a consensus and that's why I feel like last season was much more chaotic mm-hmm. because the votes were like the person sometimes had to volunteer themselves and stuff like it was a whole mm-hmm. thing and it just got really crazy this is a little yeah. bit easier to do but so Tanya at one point sticks up for herself though amongst all this like there's some mm-hmm. like again they just don't stop even though Dan reads them for films they like yeah. keep doing and it and Rachel keeps gaslighting her like we're not doing anything Veronica talks about Tanya's childhood complex. Yeah, and Fuck so you. she sticks up for herself, and they're so full of shit. It's only a thing because they make it a thing. They're all like, why are you making this a thing? We're in the midst of a game, and she's like, I won't be treated like shit, and you don't want to be held accountable for treating me like shit. And it's like... And she says to her something like, you have some childhood problem about being ganged up on or something? It's like, yeah, bitch, she just went over that! Were you not paying attention? She's a foster kid! <laughs> Surely someone has mentioned that to you at this point because you've been treating her like complete shit. And if you're not, then you're going to watch this at home later and you're going to feel really bad about it because she's basically going to... I don't think so. They felt really bad about it, How could you watch this and treat her like shit and then be like, ooh, she literally said the sentence, you have some kind of childhood problem about being ganged up on, and then she went into the beginning of this episode explaining her life as a foster kid? Like, I don't... Like, that is just wild to me. And if someone hadn't already pulled them aside, they should have at that point. Because they're just saying stuff that they're just showing their entire act because they're idiots. This is before now. Now they'll have like episodes where like, hey, this is intense bullying. We need to have an entire after show oh, episode really? about why bullying is wrong. Yeah, yeah. That, that didn't exist back then. So they just were like, yeah, they successfully yes. bullied her this week, and next week a whole new episode. 